0: with an investor's journey bringing you real tips and strategies that we use every single day to build and grow our real estate investment company. In this channel, you're going to get real videos of strategies that we use like this video right here. So if you're getting value, make sure you hit that thumbs up because it means a lot to us. You need to start preparing for the actual drive. So what does this mean? One, how will you track this drive? Now, what do I mean by tracking this drive? Well, once you get into a neighborhood, how are you tracking the streets that you're literally driving? Because it's very easy. Most neighborhoods are not perfectly square where each street just goes in a perfect zigzag format that you can just go in up one, down the other, up one, down the other, and you hit the whole neighborhood. A lot of neighborhoods, they're very oddly shaped. You have little dead end streets. You have little nooks in one area of the neighborhood. And if you are not tracking your drive correctly, you can miss out on a whole section of a neighborhood. This comes from experience. So what you want to make sure is that you are tracking this the right way. Now you have a free option or you have paid option. A free option is you can use a a printout. So we go to Google, we go to Google maps, we search the area that we want, we find the neighborhood, and then we pretty much take a screenshot of that neighborhood. Now with that screenshot, we go ahead and print the screenshot and we'll have a sheet with us that we take and it's the printout of the neighborhood and we take a highlighter. So as we're driving, we drive one street, we highlight it, we drive another, we highlight it, we drive another, we highlight it. (laughs) I think you get the point. Um, And what ends up happening is after a while you start seeing, Oh, you know, I missed this little street right in the middle. I completely forgot. I thought I was going to hit it on the way back. I didn't. So you can go back and hit those streets. I'm telling you, I've missed a whole section of the neighborhood because of the way the neighborhood flowed. I actually had to kind of go around another street and because of how I kept going, I completely missed that whole section. And that was like almost a couple hundred properties and in that little section of the neighborhood. So, You want to make sure you're tracking it. And then the paid version is you have apps. You have apps like PropStream. uh, I've heard of Deal Machine. You have a bunch of other, Landglide. You have other apps that you can use that tracks, you know, where you're driving and all of these things. And I'm going to actually do a whole video on how I use PropStream um, to track our drive and how it is that we're using, how it maps everything that you do. But you have a paid version. You have a free version. It's up to you which one you use. The next thing you want to prep for is what day... In time, are you gonna go driving for dollars? So why does this matter? You're you're probably thinking, like, what the hell is what's the difference, right? I personally like driving on the weekends, especially like weekend, like Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings. I like driving on the weekends because there's a higher likelihood that everybody's going to be home. This is gonna help me under help me determine and find vacant houses much easier you yes you can drive during the week at like 9 a.m in the morning once everybody's gone to work right the problem is like you know (laughs) every house potentially looks vacant at that moment so by driving on the weekends and driving early in the morning before people start going to you know either games or church or wherever they go you drive early every car is in the parking lot everybody's home you know, so that's when you want to be driving. You want to make sure you're increasing your chances of determining, like if you see a house that looks distressed and it's a weekend and there's no cars, it doesn't look like, you know, anybody's there. Chances are that house is vacant. There's a much better chance of you knowing this. So you want to make sure you schedule that and you plan that out. You want to make sure you schedule the amount of time that you can allow to do this. And why is this important? Is because so many people severely underestimate how long it takes to actually drive a neighborhood. All right. It takes quite some time, depending on the size of the neighborhood. It can take you anywhere from at least an hour and a half to over three hours to drive a neighborhood, to drive it correctly. As you get more experience in driving for dollars, you'll be able to speed that up. But at the beginning, it takes you time because you're driving really slow. You're looking at the properties, you're writing them down. It it takes time to do all of this. All right. So you want to make sure that you're allowing yourself the right amount of time because if you just give yourself, you know, I've heard people, it's like, yeah, I have a half an hour. I'm gonna go drive for dollars. Like, you you know, if that's all you got, that's all you got. But in a half an hour, you're not going to get much done. So make sure you schedule at least a good hour or two, depending on the size of the neighborhood for you to drive that full neighborhood and do it correctly. Number four, pack snacks and water. All right. Again, it could take a couple hours. You are getting into the summer months. You know, you get hot. You get hungry. You get peckish. You get thirsty. You don't want to be wasting time having to go find a gas station or something. You know, or try to start rushing because you're hungry. You get, you know, I get a little hangry. Yeah. I'm a savage. I'm a savage. Oh, I'm a savage. Whatever I want, I want to get. Whatever I want, I have to get. Um, so you want to make sure you take some snacks with you, some water, be good to go. So then that way you can drive and you you have your energy levels up and you can really dedicate your time and attention to doing this correctly. And last but not least, make sure you go potty. <laughs> you don't want to leave the house and five minutes in, now you're looking for a gas station. Oh. Oh. all right, go use the restroom, stupid little thing, but it it makes all the difference. The more you're stopping while you're doing this, the more momentum you lose. And trust me, this is, it is tedious. Uh, Not many people like doing it. So it's something that you got to keep in mind. So most think that when you're driving for dollars, the, the only thing you need to write down are the highly distressed homes. That is not the case at all. The highly distressed homes is what Everybody's writing down. These are the houses that have the tarps on the roof, overgrown grass, you know, obvious signs of distress. Everybody's writing those down. You want to write down the ones that actually show signs of distress that are not so obvious. Now I did want to address that I have seen online other people that say don't drive for dollars is a waste of time. Do SEO, do Facebook, do this, do that do virtual driving for dollars, whatever the fuck that is. Um, the truth is, honestly, is when you're looking at driving for dollars or, or you're looking at anything that anybody else is saying, is keep in mind that that might work for them in their market. Keep in mind that maybe it works for them because they have more people, right? They have more money. They have more resources. There's a million things that factor in their advice of why it's so broad in general for everybody. Um, you got to look at yourself and your situation and determine which one of these strategies will actually suit me the best. So here in San Antonio, uh, driving for dollars is still really good. Uh, it has been ever since I started doing this and it continues to be, because again, it requires you to get off your ass and go drive a neighborhood. And not many people like to do that, especially the big guys. They don't like driving. They don't like putting They really don't like doing much work at all. So you doing this will set you aside from everybody else so what do you need when you are going to be driving for dollars you say okay john you sold me i want to go drive for dollars i want to create those lists that nobody's marketing to i want to create those properties nobody can find great this is what you need to do first you got to do the research all right you need to do the research you need to figure out where to go drive how to go drive you know what houses you're looking for all of that and then you got to actually go drive. This means you know getting ready, scheduling the days, all of these things, getting ready, doing the drive, making sure you're looking for the right properties. And after you compile the list, you want to scrub the list because you're going to compile a list of a whole bunch of properties. But now you got to see, are these even properties I want to market to, right? So there's a lot of criterias that you want to scrub for in there. And then you want to actually market to the list. And you have different marketing avenues that you can go for uh, everywhere from like free to very inexpensive to very expensive. Um, And all of these categories, I'm actually going to cover in depth video by video as we move forward through this series. So again, remember to hit subscribe. So you make sure you don't miss any of these videos, but I'm going to break down in the coming weeks, each one of these categories. I'm going to break down how we research the neighborhoods we're going to drive, how we drive, these neighborhoods? What is it that we look for? And this is an actual video walkthrough of how we do it. You're going to be sitting along in the passenger seat with me, and we're going to be looking at the houses. I'm going to be pointing things out so you can pay attention. You can understand what it is that you look for, because trust me, it is not just those houses that look like they need to be torn down. That's what everybody writes. I'm going to show you how to look for the key areas of houses that still show signs of distress, massive distress, and get you properties that other people are not writing down, even if they are driving for dollars. And then we're going to break down how we scrub it. What are the criterias? Depending on your market and the neighborhoods and everything, how we scrub these lists to compile a list that's actually worth marketing to. And lastly, I'm going to show you one way. I'm going to show you how we market to these lists as well as other types of marketing that you can do depending on your revenue, depending on your income, on the amount of money you have available, on the time you have available. We're going to cover all the different types of marketing strategies. Driving for dollars, I'm telling you, it is by far the best strategy to use. It's a list that unless anybody else drove that same neighborhood and wrote down the same exact houses that you did, which is extremely rare, nobody else is going to be targeting those properties. Your competition is almost non-existent. So, subscribe, make sure you pay attention to this. And remember, if you have questions or you need more one-on-one training, then hit that discovery session link below and schedule a one-on-one with us. We'll sit down with you, we'll analyze your situation, and we'll help you get to the next level. So with that being said, thank you all for watching, and I'll catch you on the next one.